0: The Influencer's Edge is brought to you by the Rapid Sales Accelerator. If you're ready to skyrocket your sales by 30% or more in just 90 days, then you need to claim your free training right now. You'll learn four words that will compel your prospects to trust you like they were children within the first three to five minutes of any conversation across any platform in any medium. You'll learn how to give your prospects objection amnesia to crush objections like I need to talk to my spouse or I need more time to think it over or it's too expensive. And finally, you'll get a free recorded audio training that will install unbelievable attitudes for success and wipe out any limiting beliefs. So if you'd like to claim your free training now, go to www.paulrossbook.com. Do it before your competition does it, now. Welcome to The Influencer's Edge. This is the place where you come to get the latest breakthroughs, cutting-edge insights, tools, and techniques to leapfrog over the pack in sales, persuasion, and influence. Be sure you visit our website at www.TheInfluencer'sEdge.com. And while you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now sit back. Tune in and enjoy today's episode. Okay, welcome to the Influencers Edge. I am so excited to have this guest on today. I want you all to welcome Jaden Hummel. Hello, Jaden.
1: Hello. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited.
0: Of course. Now, full disclosure, I met Jaden at an event about three weeks ago. Was it about three weeks ago? Yep instantly took a liking to her instantaneously after like, well, 20 minutes of talking to her. I knew she would be someone who would help me as a teacher and a coach further full disclosure. I actually joined her program. So uh, Jaden, when it starts, uh, no one ever knows when these shows are going to be watched, but when it starts in a month, you're going to have me on your hands. You may come to regret that one. (laughs) We'll see. We'll see. Okay, so let me briefly go through your biography and then we'll get right to it. I usually don't even finish the biographies, but yours is a really short one. So Jaden is a transformational coach. Let's start to, by defining that word transformational. What did transformational mean to you, Jaden?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I don't think anyone's ever asked me that either, which is awesome. And uh, transformation really just means you, know, you come in, from one place. And when you go through whatever the process is or whether it's working with me or something else, um, you come out a totally different person, not only externally in the things that you might be doing in your life, but also internally.
0: Okay. So as opposed to an incremental change, like all of a sudden, instead of being afraid of speaking in public, now you can speak in public. It's not about a change in the skills level. It's about a change in your deep identity.
1: Yeah. It's the whole thing.
0: Okay, cool. Transformational Coach specializing in helping entrepreneurs create extraordinary lives and fulfilling careers through the power of alignment. Wow, that's a pretty tall, tall order. So let's talk about alignment. People talk about confidence. People talk about setting goals. And I know I've already been through part of your course. You talk about some of that. But what do you mean by alignment? It sounds like a pretty extraordinary word, but let's define it.
1: Yeah. You know, alignment just really means we all have, right? When we come into this life or we go through life, we have our, our truth, the things that make sense to us, our core values, the things we want to say, the things that we want to do. And alignment really means that you're living a life that is congruent with what you actually want for yourself and what you actually feel. And also, you know, to take it a step further, living in alignment is living in alignment with your body and your nervous system so that all parts of you really are working together so that you can do the things that you want in your life. And, you know, with goal setting and I forget the other thing that you said, but goal setting and this and that, and the other stuff that we usually see it's still so important, but to be done on top of a foundation of alignment is when you can really create not only, a really incredible life but one that actually feels good for you
0: okay let me dig a little bit further into this term alignment so mm-hmm. to you does alignment mean just being confident does alignment mean being charismatic sure of yourself because there are plenty of people let me just say something because i've been doing transformational work for 33 years i think longer than you've been alive and <laughs> not to pull rank on you here and i've found that many people when they get what they want create a disaster in their life they're actually more damage more blowback and collateral damage to them and the people they love than if had they just stayed put yeah so let's talk about uh, alignment and getting what you want because a lot of people talk about getting what they want but they don't talk about how that aligns with more important things with what we call ecology in the world of NLP to make sure that you're not getting hurt
1: Yeah, so glad that you brought that up. Because the way that we really look at the alignment is it's not an end goal. And that's the most important thing. It's not like, hey, I'm coming into this world, or I'm coming into this line of work. And my goal is to be aligned to be to the end destination. Because just like you said, right, if we get to this end place, it's like, well, then what else is there? right? Like what else is after that? So alignment is not this black and white thinking, not this end goal. It's actually a way that you move through life. So it's an action in a way that you can train yourself and start to move through life so that you are, you know, constantly making decisions that align with your values, constantly setting goals that are not only anchored in, you know, what you want externally in life, but also in what you want to feel on the inside. So it's just really, you know, holistic approach that's not a destination or a result. It's more so how you move through life.
0: So let me throw a challenge at your feet. Mm -hmm. So Having done transformational work with people and people who set goals and stuff, oftentimes what people think they want is being looked at through a lens of trauma. I want to address this because I know you address trauma, so I'm sort of throwing a softball for you to bat it out of the park here. But I have found that, that people... Who are traumatized will go this is what i want and what they want is actually either looking through a narrow keyhole other instead of a picture window or a panorama or what they want is quite destructive so let's talk about you work with entrepreneurs so how do you help entrepreneurs see their trauma and give them how they heal from it so they're looking at so they can find their actual values and their actual goals as opposed to their goals based on their trauma.
1: Yeah. So good. You know, so you never heard that one before. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I love it. And it's so amazing because, you know, a lot of what you see or a lot of what I've seen in the world of of coaching, whether it's personal development or business coaching or personal coaching or or you name it, right? You have this goal and you work toward it no matter what, right? You're like everything on the line. I've got this goal. I'm going to figure out how to make it work. And when you look at something through the lens of alignment there, it's a constant question of asking yourself a lot, like every single step of the way. I probably ask myself this a hundred times a day of, you know, if this doesn't feel good, what would feel better? And as we go through life, right. You can feel something might feel a little bit off, right. Or you're like, okay, this is like, sort of not it in different areas, and sometimes whatever it is that you're doing just totally isn't it. It's totally not aligned. Or sometimes it's just you know some parts of the work we don't fully and completely enjoy. But the process of of it is really asking yourself and being in inquiry with yourself all the time around you know, what is feeling good in my life? If this doesn't feel good, how could it feel better? How can I just move one degree over um, so that this thing, you know, feels a little bit better? And when we ask ourselves those questions, it's going to uncover, you know, one of two things or many more is either it's not the right thing for you and it just doesn't feel good, or there's a different way that you want to do it, or there's something, you know, in your past or some sort of a trauma that you can, look at and rearrange to make the thing feel better. So I don't always automatically go back and look at, okay, let's dig up your trauma right away. The first question is how can I just enjoy this more? How can I make this feel better for me? And you ask that question enough times and sometimes you'll be met with you know, having to go back and look at where you might wanna rearrange things or look at your trauma to create new patterns and new experiences.
0: Pushback time. I told you there'd be pushback. I love challenging yeah. minds, So here we go. A lot of people would say this. I'm just mm-hmm. playing devil's advocate here. Yeah.
1: This is great. I went to uh, get coffee with someone who I also met at a networking event, and I did the pushback to him okay. for about well, an hour. So I'm glad to be on the other side. I'm cool to be on the
0: other side of it. A lot of people would say that today we live in a society of instant gratification, where all people are doing is asking, "Does this feel good in the moment?" And the second thing I would say, that's part A. Part B mm-hmm. is we are in business. We're entrepreneurs. We know that some of the time we have to do things that we don't like doing. We right. just can't farm them out. So how do, how does this whole thing of, does this feel, how can I make this feel better in the moment? What was your question? Does this feel yeah. right? The moment. Yeah. What would you say to that? Those are two good pushbacks. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's such a big question, right? Because there's so many places you can go with that. And sometimes you might ask yourself like, okay, this doesn't feel good. How could it feel better? And you kind of go through, so let's say you're setting some external goal or it's business related. And let's say you're doing marketing and you don't really like marketing, right? You might look at it and go, the first thing that you look at through the lens is, is there any place where what you're doing is essentially not authentic to who you are? And in something like marketing, which I don't know about the audience who's listening to this, but a lot of people in my world, they that's like their least favorite part is the marketing, right? Like- so it doesn't mean you just get rid of the marketing completely, right? But it's like, is there a way that your message could be more authentic to who you are, or is there a way that you could, you know, deliver the thing in a, in a way that feels better? Is there another sort of route that you can take? Because what what happens so often and, and really what we avoid and what we don't see in, in this work is, you know, so often people just push through because they're like, I've got to do it, I've got to do it. And then I'll just get to the other side and it'll be done. And then you look back on your life and you go, well, the whole time you were just pushing through and just trying to figure it out, that was actually your life, right? Oh,
0: my God, that's profound. Say it again for the entrepreneurs and the business people and the sales people and all the other people who think it's about push, 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 push. Yeah. Please, Jaden, that was lovely.
1: Yeah. It's, you know, we want to push through and push through and we're like, I'll just, you know, get it done and, and get to the other side and cram the stuff or throw all my emails on my plate and do all this stuff because you're you think you're going to get there and be somewhere else but that whole time you're cramming through and pushing through that is your life
0: and so this this again goes contrary one of the things I like on influencers is we tend to bring on guests who think outside the box and and push back or I like to say people who color outside the lines and disconnect the dots and mess up the sandbox, which is what I love about you. Cause I know you do that. Yeah. We've really spoken for more than I think uh, an hour, but I, I including <laughs> this conversation, I already know that. You see, this goes from what you just said. I agree a hundred percent. Yeah, It also goes against so much of the self-help wisdom when it comes, you know, the American work ethic, work hard, work hard, work hard, work hard. That's number one. Also entrepreneurs just persist. You never are a loser. You don't fail. You, you're not a failure until you quit and just keep going and going and going. And they talk about Tom Setison, who failed a thousand times where he found a light bulb and blah, 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 blah. But this is going contrary to that and saying, whoa, 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 whoa. It's all about push, push, push at the end of the life. Your life, all you did was push, push, push. Yeah. Yeah. And then come to that insight, Jaden. Was this something personal? Because I know from your, uh, uh, you looked up into the left and to your right. <laughs> oh boy, this is a story. Should I tell it or should I not tell it? That's your thought.
1: Yeah. No, I, I, you know, I just, I think a lot of this stuff is a lot of the framework of this work is something that I've just, sort of intuitively known my whole life is why would we do anything you know that we really don't enjoy like I really always feel like there's a better way to do things you know we can always figure out a way to to do things that feels good for us and you know looking at oh my gosh like I don't even (laughs) know where to so there's a part of me that I've always known that there's a part of me that that has has always felt that. And then just looking and- That's a
0: great blessing, Jaden. Yeah. That's a blessing you and a blessing for the people who you bring to the world for that. That's a great blessing.
1: Yeah, it was funny. I had a, a spirit medium session with Raquel who hosted the, the event where you and I met. And she said that that was one of the gifts that I came into life with or something similar to that. So now I know that it's sort of a gift that I came into life with, but you know- you just look at this pattern of completing goals and you can look at your life and you look back and go, okay, what were the best memories that you had? (laughs) You know, like one, some of my favorite memories are like one of my favorite memories that always comes to mind is sitting in the back of my car in Mount Shasta, in the mountains, just enjoying life. Right. So if you actually look at and of course making money accomplishing goals that's all important stuff too but if you really look at you know what were the the parts of life and if you're listening to this like what are your favorite memories they're probably not when you checked off a big goal or did this big incredible thing it's these small moments in life and we just can't bypass those as that's really what we what we have and what we're working with all the time and with looking through everything from a lens of alignment, it's not about, you know, getting to this next place. It's about looking at what you can control in every day. Right. And it's like you're going to have a if you know, if you're someone you're like, oh, I want to have this dream house or I want to I always think about houses because I like houses. Right. It's you
0: like, you want know, a house <laughs> company.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Right. But it's like, you'll end up in this dream house or wherever you want to go in your life. Like you're going to get to wherever you want to go and you're going to look back and and you're going to be the person who you created along the way. So do you want to look back and be someone who just pushed through, pushed through, pushed through. And then you're sitting in this house you love and you don't even know what to do with yourself. Right. Or did you really thoughtfully create the kind of life that that you want to live and actually make space for the things that are aligned to you because i i really believe that there is so much more room for that and when we look and when we do life through alignment we really prioritize the things feeling good for us it actually leads to more anyway
0: you don't my Jewish mother—I think you had a Jewish mother too. You're—you're you're also. Mm-hmm. You don't mind if I reveal that. All yeah, like, good. <laughs> it's all good. My Jewish mother would say, "Alignment, alignment. Just put your nose to the grind, grindstone. Quit complaining. Life has suffering in it. You're never going to get what you want all the time because life is suffering. And sympathy is between shit and syphilis in the dictionary. Terrible messaging. But yeah. let me." about she had a point Uh and the point she had was that life contains some serious suffering where it's not about how can i make this when you talked about how can i make how can i feel better in the moment when my mother passed after a slow death from cancer there was no good no good moments there that was shit
1: totally yeah and you know this goes again with alignment it's not so glad you mentioned that, right? Because it's not an end goal. And it is not this pedestal golden sparkly like alignment, like I finally made it nothing's bad happening in my life. It means that you're living a life that is authentic and true to who you are. So if life happens, right, I work with this one client, and she has all these, you know, things she wants to do for herself. And she's at home taking care of of her parents and she's all her stuff is on hold. It's life. Like we all have life that happens to us. Right. And it's not going to be perfect all the time, but it's being authentic to who you are. And in the lens of entrepreneurship, a lot of times, right. It's being able to do something in a way that feels better or to set a goal that actually feels more aligned or to go bigger in what you want for yourself. Um, but in, you know, other situations, it could be giving yourself what you need, being honest with yourself, being able to communicate in a way, because when you're really honest with how you feel and what you want, and you can communicate that out into the world, that creates so much clarity and space in your life. And it's going to make whatever shitty thing is happening to you not feel as heavy when you yourself feel clear.
0: Now, here's the thing. Being honest with yourself is a, is a muscle you have to develop because it can be terrifying. Delusion uh, delusion is a really great mechanism to make your life temporarily more comfortable, guilty as charged. <laughs> you understand? I think that's where having a really good coach who can gently say, hey, you need to take a... De- here's a, some tools to compassionate... I like to say this, Jaden, that my compassion, my practice of compassion gives me the courage to see with clarity that without that practice of compassion, which I do through my meditation every morning, I would not have the courage to have the clarity, to look at the things that are going on in my life. Because every time I feel something is crushing me, the first thing I do is take a pause and ask myself, what is the kindest thing I can do for myself right now? How can I treat myself as the most loving human being and give the love that to the way I would uh, someone I love more than anyone in the world. So what would you have to say about the role of self-compassion and in responding authentically and having that courage to be honest with yourself?
1: Yeah. I mean, at the core of it, I think that's everything. I mean, I think that's really what it is that, you know, we strive toward and work toward. And you said, it's, you know, something that you have to train and That's why I call it a training program because it's like you're training yourself all of the time to be compassionate with yourself, to be understanding. Um, And, you know, at the, at the core of it, that's really what it is because when you're at that place, you will start to make decisions that make more sense for you. You'll start to choose things in your life, you know, that actually feel better. And, you know, if something let's just say something really unfortunate does happen, right? Or you're going through a less exciting part of life. Would you, you can look at, there's so many other pieces at play of the kind of person who you've become, like your emotional resiliency, what you have on your table, what you have in your life. So it's the way that we show up to all of these situations, whether they're pleasant or unpleasant situations in life, are are going to change things
0: love the answer i want to talk to you about i've been going through your program we don't start for another month but i'm <laughs> i never do this i like what you do so much i'm actually going through it's like two video three video lessons mm-hmm. and one of the things you said i said i've never heard this before huh. i'm a corner of the woman on this one because it's so brilliant you said we tend to pedal. Peddle- pedal what's the word pedalize pedestal we put the pedal. tend to pedestalize or put our goals on a pedestal yeah that's i it. never heard that one before unpack yeah. it i don't know exactly exactly what you mean by that but i knew okay when you get her on the hot seat you're asking her to unpack this one because this is novel
1: yeah um so so good i i wonder exactly trying to think of how exactly I said it in that training but we tend to do this thing right in life where we think about something that we want for ourselves so if you're listening to this right and you think about something that you want for yourself the first thing that we do is we look at the the goal or the vision or whatever it is as something that is on a pedestal or and in that way it's like we have to become a different kind of person to get it or we have to work really hard for it because all of a sudden this goal that we have in mind is sort of above us it's a way that we think about goals or things that we're working toward in life and i wonder if this is what i was talking about on that training but it's interesting if you look at your life we have goals and we have minimum standards that we want for ourselves i love this pause Yeah. Say- yeah. we have goals and we have minimum standards and you know you can look around the world and there's people who have a minimum standard right now of not having a house and being able to eat one meal a day and there's people who have a minimum standard of I don't know 47 houses and a billion dollars in their bank account right there's people who have different minimum standards and you can look at your life and go, what are your minimum standards? And I guarantee subconsciously, right? You have a minimum amount that needs to be in your bank account or a minimum amount of, you know, niceness that your house has to be or a minimum amount of stress in your relationships or whatever, whatever that is, because it's what you're comfortable with and it's what you see in your life. And when we have this minimum standard if we ever dip below it, we go into like total disarray because we're like, oh my God, this is less than, you know, what I'm expecting. So if I'm used to living in a house that's comfortable and it's heated, and then all of a sudden I didn't have a house anymore, I would really quickly personally be able to figure out how to get myself back in a house, whether it was looking online to find one or, you know, making the money that I needed to get myself to one because it's so in my wheelhouse and it's just so what I know that I would immediately get myself back to that place. So then we have our minimum standards that they're easy for us to accomplish no matter what. And if you really pay attention, it is fascinating. Money is the easiest one to look at because it's a tangible number. Like I guarantee right? There's a certain amount of money that sits in one of your accounts. Like for me, it's my checking account. And no matter what I do, it's the same number. Cause it's just a number that makes me feel comfortable. I always get back to it. And then you have your goal. Uh-huh. And,
0: right? This is so good. This is gold.
1: And then, and then you have your goal and it's, it's way above you. It's way up here. And oftentimes we don't reach our goals or at least we don't reach them as quickly as we want to. I mean, if you look at the world of, you know, how how people set their new year's resolutions and they don't do it, I'm not talking about the person who's listening to this and you're like, I'm a high achiever, I set goals, I complete them, but typically speaking, right? People have these goals and they just never really get there.
0: I how mean, much like- of that, can I, can I pause you there? Uh, I, I, because I wonder how much of that is just making bad decisions. I'll tell you why I say this. When I used to give, uh, again, the show is about you, not me, but back when I used to (laughs) give talks, I would say to people, how many millions of copies of books have been published in the last year on the subjects of losing weight, finding love, and getting rich? And people would yell out 50 million, 100 million. Then I would say, why don't we see 100 million skinny rich people with madly in love with their ideal partner there's a disconnect there and i and i love the word that you used i've never heard this word before another unique unique term you said we go into disarray yeah you didn't say panic you didn't say fear you said disarray which is a completely new piece of technical vocabulary so Jaden, you genius what do you mean by disarray
1: Yeah. What I, it's so funny. I'm like, God, I should Google that word. I use it all the time. But what I, what I mean is that, you know, it's sort of like, sort of like panic in a way, but it's, you know, just being like, I picture this state of kind of this immediate scrambling to, oh my God, how am I going to get back to this place where I was before? Right. So if, if what you're used to in your life and you know a lot of this is our our nervous system and what we're comfortable with but if what you're used to all of a sudden was gone that thing is part of your identity in a way it's part of your comfort you will very quickly very quickly figure out how to get back and it's interesting because you know across humans we think oh it's hard to make money or it's hard to do this or it's hard to do or whatever you look at other but some people that's really locked in as one of their minimum standards that's important to that and when someone's really what something's really anchored in as your minimum standard you find a way to do it no matter what because in your mind it's like this is the minimum that I'm willing to accept and that is a lot more powerful than a goal going, this is the minimum I'm willing to accept rather than, oh my God, I hope Great. one day. This
0: is so outside the box, you're really frying brains and disconnecting the dots here, which is knowing your minimum standard and saying, you said something, again, I really am paying attention to your training. You said, I cannot imagine living my life any other way. Is that the question? Yeah. The Did yeah. I get it right? Yeah. 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 Because I- I've never <laughs> heard that one. Hold on a minute. I'm giving you credit for genius. <laughs> be quiet uh, i've always heard um this is look at that <laughs> um i've always heard this is i am this i will be this and i will be that and blah 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 and i'll achieve that but this whole thing is uh what is the minute how do what was the question i cannot the statement i cannot imagine living my life any other way that is a powerful commitment that's not a I want this or I'm going to be this this is I I can't even imagine living my life and I have to tell you when I, I my first response when I thought of that was excitement and fear because that's I'm just telling you I'm being completely vulnerable with you and transparent that can be a scary thing to say and I'm a very confident person even cocky you will when you get to know me you'll go come on Paul. just just stop being so full of yourself but that's a very, very powerful. Where did you learn that one?
1: Yeah, um, you know, I I kind of look at life uh, in a little bit of a mathematical way of like some things always automatically work and some things don't. So I look at my life and anything in my life that I have that mentality around, like not willing to have it any other way. You know, you can look at. Um, Actually, I went without a car for six months, one time there's things in my life, like a cell phone, impossible. Like, of course I could live without without a phone, but for the sake of the example, I could not imagine myself without a phone. There is absolutely no way it's my business. It's this, it's that, it's the other. If I was phoneless, if I woke up tomorrow with no phone and no money and no nothing and no resources, I bet you. Within an hour or two, I would find a way to, even if I had to go ask someone to give me the money, I would figure it out because it is, I just can't imagine myself living life any other way. So from that place, it is, I'm going to figure it out. It's automatic um, that I'm going to figure it out.
0: It's an extremely powerful commitment. I've never heard it phrased that way before. So again, sim, sim, (laughs) salabin, salam to you. (laughs) <laughs> I want to circle back to something. I think uh, here's something that will be food for your mind. I have a dear friend, Chase Hughes. Chase has been on the show before. You would find his work both fascinating and terrifying because Chase is someone who's worked with intelligence agencies, law enforcement, and the military, teaching them interrogation techniques and how to detect deception and brainwashing and all sorts of cool stuff. He's a cool cat. But Chase said something in one of his uh, sessions. He said... He quoted one of the fathers of modern advertising, a guy named Edward Bernays, who wrote a book called Propaganda. Edward Bernays was the person who got Americans eating bacon. Bacon essentially is the fat off the back of a pig. It's disgusting. But he convinced people it was great breakfast food. And Bernays said, the purpose of all marketing is to get people to compare themselves to other people. Hmm. So this idea of constant comparison as something that gets in the way of our being authentic. We are living, so what I'm trying to point out to you is we're living in a system, an ecology, if you will, where we're constantly being bombarded. We're embedded like a like a fish in water that goes against what you're teaching, which is tune into yourself, ask yourself for real, what is the minimum standard uh, for me and I absolutely cannot imagine my life being any other way we're taught no 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 constantly bombarded you have to compare yourself with other people if you're not there you have to buy something otherwise you'll feel bad and then you have to keep buying more and more and more so what I'm trying to get at is isn't a lot of your work context dependent if we went to a culture that was not consumer driven say so I don't want to I don't want to idealize uh, Eastern cultures or any other culture because every culture has its flaw. But if we lived in a culture that was a village where people took care of each other and there was no such thing as comparison, do you think this kind of work would be so necessary?
1: It's you know it's interesting and in the world that you know we're living in over here. I think we really can't escape a lot of the capitalism and things and the way in which the world is. Nor, and am, I really...
0: Nor am I saying we should. Oh,
1: Just... no, yeah. But I really think that, you know, that totally shapes a lot of our survival. Like you, I'll say this, and I and I don't believe it to be 100% true, but we really can't live, you know, in our society if we completely go against the grain, or at least we can't live a normal Like acceptable life, if we totally go against the grain. Like it's we have this structure, you know, that we really have to sort of figure out and adapt to. And in the, you know, to answer your question, a lot of the goal setting work is, you know, it is context-based around really creating things, whether it's having time freedom or having money or, you know, creating something that feels really good for you. And the way I look at it is that we set goals as humans to feel emotions. So the emotions that we're feeling in this society have to do with that context that's around us. But with setting goals to feel emotions, it connects us if we do it properly or we do it in alignment, it connects us closer to who we are. So our goals are not only a way to, you know, feel emotion and move forward in the world and feel accomplished, like it's really important to feel accomplished, but it's also, you know, bringing us closer to who we are. So I would say that you could apply the same concepts, it would just be on different types of goals and different types of outcomes.
0: Here's the reason. Now I'm setting the reason I put this up there's always wheels within wheels for me -hmm. thinking, which you'll you'll see, is I've been to so many success seminars and yeah, you can do it. And the people start out showing pictures, video, film of all their multiple homes and the Lamborghinis and their driveway and their boats. And they say, who wants more money? Who wants to make 10 million? But not one person in there when they set their goals says, you know what I wanna do? I wanna bring clean drinking water the billions of people who don't have it. I want to do everything I can to end up starvation and hunger in sub-Saharan Africa. I I am determined to stop violence against children and blah. It's all me, 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 selfish, 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 narcissistic. Do you do you get where I'm driving? And it
1: hurts oh, yeah. my heart.
0: When I go, I, I stop going because it hurts my heart and I wanted to yell. I had to control myself to not yell it out. You're all a bunch of fucking narcissists. Do you feel me?
1: Oh, completely. Yeah, I would probably run faster out of one. I don't think I'd ever find myself in one. And if I did, I would run out so quickly. I completely feel you. And, you know, it's interesting because where I work with, I'm so lucky to work with a lot of people who really feel connected to you know why they're here in the world and a lot of that comes down to wanting to make the world a better place or wanting to share their gifts with the world like I have clients who are musicians and they want to share the music or clients who do this or that or even if their business isn't about helping people they want to make you know more money or have more freedom so that they can show up for the world in a better place it is always a part of our conversation and if I could give a shit how much money anyone makes, who's in my world, I like, I literally could care less. It means nothing to me. Like, it's awesome. It's like good accomplishment. It's like good. you're tip. buying the dinners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 But it, uh, it's just, that's not what it's about. And I think this, this conversation is, well, what is it really about for you? So if you go back to the dream home, right. It's like, okay, you, you get a a couple million dollars if you're living in Southern California and you buy your dream home and you're there. But why did you even want it in the first place? What is it that that's going to do for you? And we really need to ground ourselves in the reasons why we want to do things. So, you know, for I'll use this example, if I think of the house that I want, the house that I want to be in, Why do I want that house? Because I want to feel good in the morning. I want to be able to have a garden. I want which is better for the environment. I want to be able to have family and friends and community. So I'm not focused on how am I going to, you know, buy the house. I'm focused on how can I do more of the gardening and do more of the community and be more of show up in the world the way I want to show up so that when I inevitably get there, Boom, there it is. And that's just the cherry on top. So if the the money is the goal, I would challenge that there's actually probably something else.
0: Very involved. That's very involved. I love that with your clients and the people you serve, that you're willing to challenge them and push push back I I've been doing training and teaching forever I'm very interruptive as you've seen in this interview I I'm interruptive. I hope not too much it's done to provoke good answers uh I'm interruptive and I I push back on clients but I think that's fabulous that you'll do that I think you have to be to great trend to assist people in creating transformation
1: Yeah. And I I haven't seen many places and I'm sure they exist, but many places in this field where, you know, I've noticed in a lot of programs or things like that, I would look good on paper if my clients made more money and they did this and I could use their testimonials and that stuff. I don't care about that as much as how are you feeling? right? Because the worst thing that I think we could ever all possibly do, like we mentioned earlier, is you make the money or you do the thing or you have the business and you get there and you're fucking miserable. And I'm willing to stand for that in my life, in other people's life. And I I just think that that is the most important thing. And if we don't push through and we connect to ourselves and what do I really want? What's really feeling good to me in in terms of what I'm doing? You're never going to get there one day and realize, oh my God, I just wasted the last however many years of my life. Because the actual thing, I'll say this, is what we actually want is not money. We want energy.
0: Freedom, choice.
1: Yeah. We want to feel good. We want energy. We think money will give us that. Right? So if you focus on what you actually want over you know the external goal that you have it's going to get you so much further in life and you're going to be so much happier
0: takes a lot of clarity a lot of courage and you notice i haven't i i just didn't even make it through your biography i went through one sentence (laughs) of your biography and didn't even ask any of the questions that we put on on the form but we have a few more minutes if you want (laughs) to address those so so let's that I, I love talking to you this is fantastic um, Great.
1: Uh,
0: you work with entrepreneurs so you work with entrepreneurs Jaden and Hummel are you a business coach
1: no <laughs> um, I work because I it's funny because we were you know just talking about this is I find that it has to be I work with people around their businesses but it has got to be a holistic approach and there's no business goal that is more important than how good you're feeling and that doesn't make a good business coach it's like when I started flipping houses I worked with my dad and he was like I'm not a good house flipper because I'm not going to put a you know shitty kitchen remodel in I'm going to do like the nicest job (laughs) that I possibly can so I'm not going to get much of a profit on flipping houses because I'm not going to take that quick route And with business coaching, you know, the reason why I don't consider myself a business coach is because I don't see a container in which we can only look at what are your external business goals and how can we make this work? Because someone might come into my world with a business idea and we'll figure out, you know what, that wasn't really it. And maybe they end up doing something else or not even owning a business. Um, So it's really about alignment and not everybody's path is that
0: i want to turn to something else because i listen i'm a i'm pretty astute human i watched your webinar and i follow you on social media that webinar was so freaking convincing you structured it so beautiful yeah. and you're really you're you're a really good entrepreneur because i saw how you put, and you get these bonuses, the bonus goes away, and this bonus, you get a live call with me, and here's the pricing. You you know how to do the value stack mm-hmm. and all that. So mm-hmm. let no one be fooled. Jaden Hummel also knows the ins and outs of, of actual marketing. You know them yeah. quite, quite well. You've had some good coaches on how to do effective webinars. And you told me you have a, I, I know I'm almost 100% certain you told me you have a math brain. You have a really good mathematical brain exactly. i do yeah okay all right um i'm actually just flabbergasted by the whole thing i don't know what else to I <laughs> oh, you know just a little trivial detail when i first met you you were wearing that little silver stain is it stainless yeah. or silver yeah. what yeah. is what is that symbol can you it, show
1: yeah it's actually a this woman i met in bali it's her company is called elpen which is actually nipple spelled backwards, and she <laughs> <laughs> oh <my. laughs> and um she makes really beautiful jewelry that is um, you know, nature and like the female body. And she just does like really, really, really cool work. and i I met her in Bali, and i I wear this pin because it feels like feels like armor, and I just love it.
0: Lolly's on my bucket list. And the other thing on my bucket list, my big, huge dream that I'm going to discuss with you when we start, when we go into, what's the name of your program?
1: Exponential Alignment.
0: Exponential Alignment. alignment. My really big dream is to do retreats with fantastic people like you, like a super team, like super friends. I used to do that way back when in my career and just bring people who are so unique and so powerful and so outside the box and bring us all together as Superheroes, a super Justice League of of America in an exotic location. I'm going to make that happen. I hope. Yeah. My side. So
1: good. It's so important. I Uh, okay. I want to say one more thing about when you were talking about me in the webinar because I'm not someone who's really into marketing or webinars, but the reason why, right? It's like I I you know you look and you're like okay there's there's ways to do things here, and the reason why I can use a webinar approach or use the methods or whatever and that actually feels really good to me is because the information or whatever I'm providing is so aligned and it's so good so it's like there's always an equation of how we can make things feel good for us and that's really what I wanted to to say
0: very good let me just say it was not the traditional webinar where you give them the what but you don't give any how you had some how in there. You had some. You had some meat in there. You you gave you gave some good stuff, Jaden. Everyone's going to want to stay in this conversation with you. Everybody. How do they stay in the conversation with you? First of all, you need to get and follow Jace. Uh, excuse me, Jaden. I didn't have my coffee because I wanted to rush and make sure I was very prepared for this. You need to all follow her Instagram. She always has very inspirational, cool stuff, with little tidbits that you didn't think about and shows a video of her awesome life. And I'm so envious of. <laughs> I always bless people who have wonderful things to me. Envy is the number one curse to moving through the world in a, in a way where you really bless, have a blessed and productive and good life. Mm-hmm. Uh, So bless you for your success in in every possible way. It's inspirational. How do people stay in touch with you?
1: Yeah, um, I'm really looking forward to connecting with anyone who came from this show. I can't imagine the amazing people who are in your world. Instagram is definitely awesome. Um, That's a great way to connect. I'm on there daily. My Instagram, I'm sure it'll be in the show notes, but it's my name and middle initial. It's at Jaden B. Hummel on Instagram. And I also have a podcast. So if you like this and you want to hear more of me talking about trainings and things and, you know, kind of coffee style chats and and bringing other people on, my podcast is called. Wow,
0: I wonder who might make a good guest for your podcast.
1: aren't you on did we schedule you no really
0: we're on an invitation
1: no uh-huh. Are You uh sure? okay well stay tuned because we're gonna do a podcast together on my uh, show <laughs> right. that I thought we had already scheduled no, we really uh, discussed it. Okay. all right
0: Jaden I love you already you're amazing fantastic I, I said I, I'll be utterly transparent I was thinking the beginning of the year I said I need another 2007 uh, 2007 was a banner year for me I met the woman who to this day has been the love of my life we stopped dating in 2009 but we're still best friends whenever we sit down I always say to her every time I'm with you I understand why I fell in love with you because it's a reminder and she's remained such a precious person in my life I met the person who runs my business in 2007 Uh I met Someone who's like a sister to me, my friend Sherry. He does all my bookkeeping. I got my own business started after I had a bad business divorce that just took off like a rocket. I'm thinking I need to start. I need to meet at least one person in 2000, 2023 that will make it a banner year. And I just slipped under the wire with you. So thank <laughs> you for coming into my life and thank you for being on the show. And and uh, if you all think that I've been just fanboy fanboying all over Jaden. It's my show. So fuck y'all and uh, stay tuned. I wanted to stay on on with me after we go off the air. Cause I just want to chat with you a little bit. Yeah. Thanks again for you all being here for another wonderful episode of the influencers edge. And we'll see you next time. The influencers edge is brought to you by the rapid sales accelerator. If you're ready to skyrocket your sales by 30% or more in just 90 days, then you need to claim your free training right now. You'll learn four words that will compel your prospects to trust you like they were children within the first three to five minutes of any conversation across any platform in any medium. You'll learn how to give your prospects objection amnesia to crush objections like I need to talk to my spouse or I need more time to think it over or it's too expensive. And finally, you'll get a free recorded audio training that will install unbelievable attitudes for success and wipe out any limiting beliefs. So, if you'd like to claim your free training now, go to www.paulrossbook.com. Do it before your competition does it, now. Thank you for tuning in to the Influencer's Edge, where you get the latest breakthroughs, cutting edge insights, tools and techniques so you can leapfrog over the packet sales influence and persuasion remember to visit our website at www.theinfluencersedge.com to enjoy even more great episodes like this one we look forward to seeing you again on the influencers edge show